0: listen up amateurs you're listening to the amateur outdoors podcast where we have an amateur spirit and unparalleled adventures now here's your host zach stickler and your co-host ryan pummel make sure to follow us on spotify apple podcasts and instagram let's get to it shall we back to another episode of the amateur outdoor podcast today today we got something a little special a little different that we got going on
1: um boys and girls
0: yeah we got some uh outdoor random facts that we want to share with everyone because it's actually pretty interesting some of the stuff that I've learned the past week and some of the stuff that Ryan has learned the past week, and we want yep. to share it with you all. Um, but first things first, Ryan, anything new? Anything new happen?
1: Um, fished a few times. Yeah. Buddy Justin and I went down to uh, Spring Lake um, down in Grand Haven didn't really know haven't fished there before so we weren't really sure where we were even going um we thought about going in the river with kayaks or in spring lake with kayaks and we actually we decided on going into a bayou that's in spring lake but it's a no wake zone so it's perfect for kayaking and we just pretty much followed the uh just the side of the lake, found some structure, got into a lot of fish. Um, yep. Probably thirty-ish total, all largies. Um, probably the biggest one was maybe just shy of three pounds or three pounds, but most of them were one and a half to two. Um, but it was sick, especially on kayaks. Yeah. I've never caught that many fish on a kayak. It was it was dope.
0: Yeah, it sounded like a good time.
1: For yeah, sure. Um, we went fishing. Yeah, that's that same day.
0: Weekend. Yeah, that same day. Well, I'm talking about the same day you went on your kayaks. La-
1: last, yeah, last, Anyways, last week.
0: Yeah, two weekends ago, I went fishing at this little pond that my friends' grandparents had. Three-acre pond, and they stock it. And, man, oh, man, do the bass fight there and the bass. They were just biting like crazy, and um, yeah, it was a good day. We only fished for a couple hours, but I caught like five or six good-sized bass.
1: They're just gobbling it like
0: up. Like the, literally, the average bass in that little pond is probably like two to three pounds. That's big. I would uh, maybe three. It might be three pounds because um, they have pictures of these just massive bass and they, they have like eight pound bass in that little pond of theirs. So, Um, but man, do they, they fought so hard. They were, they must've been hungry, man. But, um, no. And then this past weekend, you and I went fishing, uh, in the morning. Yep. Really slow bite. I caught two, you caught one. Nothing nothing special. We didn't get, we didn't get skunked. So that's a plus. That's Um, always
1: a win. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Dude.
0: Yeah, it was just a really slow, weird... Oh, what?
1: I caught a damn turtle with my bare hands while I was kayaking. I scooped him out of the water. What kind of turtle? Painted.
0: The state, I, you the know state how turtle.
1: Like, I I just scooped that state turtle up. I would have taken him home to make some turtle soup if he wasn't and the, a state and this turtle. Is... You just
0: said this
1: is Michigan. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if that's legal." Michigan turtle, get down there, get back, go home. What are you <laughs> doing out here? Get out of here! Get out of here! I just chucked him across the lake.
0: <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Anyways, we are now going. To I didn't move do that. <laughs> <laughs> for your, uh, for your information, Ryan did not do anything illegal to this turtle. Anyways, I'm going to open up, Ryan,
1: All right.
0: with a random fact that you might, I don't know, I might have told you this one already, but for the people that are listening, this is about mosquitoes. About mosquitoes.
1: Mosquitoes. Pesty bastards.
0: Apparently, this is a thing that, so a lot of people might know the the body wash and shampoo brand Native. You can find it Walmart, Meyer, Target. You can find it pretty much anywhere. The brand is native soap. Apparently, there was a study done and that when you use that body wash or shampoo, it actually helps keep away mosquitoes. And it's because I found out there's they have coconut oil inside of that body wash shampoo. And apparently coconut oil is a great insect repellent. I had no idea.
1: What the fuck? Absolutely no idea. Yeah. Had no don't, clue. Don't people cook with coconut oil? And eat it? Yeah. And put it on apparently, their body?
0: Apparently it's a... You know, if I'm completely wrong, someone please correct me if there's some, like, rocket-compliant scientist. Dude. Um, but this is what I found. And... Uh, yeah, if you if I'm you know any better, let me know. I just rollo. found that.
1: Dude, for real. Um, is it spelled like Native, like Native yeah, American, like that, or Native? I do not know if had a little yeah. twist. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Ryan, you got you Anyways, got a fact for us.
1: I, I got a freaking doozy of a fact. Right here. All right, let's hear. And it's about it's regarding uh, frogs, the am- amphibian. Hey, um,
0: don't get what? so damn close to your microphone and just you're oh. f- freaking screaming into the thing.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: all right, all
1: right. <laughs> so, <laughs> frogs, man. You don't you know like a group is called a group of frogs. An army, like a. Like a po- Oh. An army like actually, of frogs. If you
0: were to- If I were to- If I were to look this up right now,
1: they would actually. say it's an army
0: of frogs. hmm
1: An army.
0: Not like a posse,
1: but, a, but an army. Maybe it's because they're green.
0: Look at that. I just learned something new.
1: Maybe it's- Maybe they go to war. They have like tribal- <sighs>
0: I don't think it's because I don't think it's because I'm looking this up. I don't, I don't think it's because they're green. (laughs) What is a group of frogs
1: called? Yeah, dude. Because if you get the those uh, poison dart frog things, damn, that's wild. Yeah. So when you hear a bunch of
0: bullfrogs, you're like. Ah, oh, shit, there's an army. They're,
1: They're going to war. A... They're storming the beaches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez. Okay. For my next one, um, I found out the average lifespan of a bass, it didn't say whether it was largemouth or smallmouth, or what any other species. So I'm just going to assume bass in general have an average lifespan of 10 to 16 years. Bass can pretty much live enough to legally drive a vehicle. Think about that. You, when you were 16 years old, there is a bass out there the same age as you and you are both driving a vehicle.
1: He went through driver's ed and everything, passed the test, you know. But oh yeah, he's
0: probably eating better damn. than you too at sixteen. Damn, he's probably fat as
1: fuck. Dude, that's like older than that's a most dogs, dude.
0: Ish. Yeah. I mean, some dogs. I, seem to I up actually to like, like
1: like twenty, but
0: right. But I seriously had no clue that
1: they could be
0: that old. Yeah, it, I thinking, dude. I deer like, only lives. Years. I yeah, was thinking, like, five
1: like eight. I wonder how you can, like, age So... Up. How do you know how old a bass is?
0: According, according to that fact, what is the real trophy animal? A bass fish? Or a whitetail butt? If you're... Like, imagine if you caught a 16-year-old bass, and you could actually age it, and be like, wow, this is a 16-year-old bass. What would be more impressive... Probably I'm. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Do you think what would they... be more impressive for everyone? Everyone, hold on. For everyone listening, what would be more impressive? You being able to identify and catch a sixteen-year-old bass out at a random lake, um, or any river, what wherever, or shooting a seven to eight-year-old buck. What would be a better trophy? That you would like to have on your wall, we want to know because that is a really hard question.
1: Uh, Dude, what would you what would you rather have?
0: I but I also well, here's the thing. I don't know what's more common. Is a sixteen pound bass more common, or is a seven to eight year old, let's say seven, seven year old buck more common? Out of those two. Um, I'm just, I don't have a mounted fish in my house, so I'm going to say (laughs) I want to catch a trophy 16 pound or not 16 pound. Oh, I'm going to guess if this bass is 16 years old, it's going to be 10 plus pounds. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with bass because I'm having that bitch mounted and put in my house. As of right now in my current state, um... That bass to me would be more impressive than the bucks, or the buck that's on my wall right now. Mm. Especially for the state of Michigan.
1: Yeah, dude. Sixteen year old bass. That's insane. And
0: yeah, so I'm going to say bass. A lot of people might disagree with me.
1: Like the thing to consider too is. I know, whitetail start to like fall off at like five, six, seven years old. They'll start to kind of degenerate,
0: rot out.
1: They're just all yeah, looking like an old geezer in a wheelchair out there. Because like this one, looking like if this one was eight years old, he would not. He would not. It wouldn't look like that. He might look more, like, crazy, more non-typical, but, like, my uncle, he shot an eight-and-a-half-year-old. Like, it was a 12-point, but it was just, it was, like, all right here, straight up, and just, like, a bunch of nasty crap going on. He only had had three legs. So, you're, I mean, if they get old, deer get older, man, they just start to, yeah. His, like, leg... He was missing, like, from his elbow down. Damn. He made it to eight and a half years old, which that in itself is insane. What? But do you think... Yeah, it is. Do you think bass, like, gets smaller at a certain point? Like, let's say they're eating good. That's a great question. They're in a good fishery. They're eating it up. When they get to a certain age, yeah. do they eat less and That's get a great smaller?
0: Question. Yeah, there's also got to be a prime age for bass. I'm still going to go with bass right now, just because I, think, I don't know. I don't know if they, like, have a prime age or if they're just freaking eating in, in their prime until they die. I don't know. There's So I'm going to go with bass. You know
1: and... Yeah.
0: For everyone listening... Please let us know, comment on one of our Instagram posts, email us at theamateuroutdoorslive at gmail.com. Let us know what you would rather have on your wall, a 16-year-old bass or 78-year-old book as a trophy mount on your wall. All right, Ryan, what do you have for us?
1: All right. So this is one that I have been kind of thinking about but not looking up. For a while because I have a buddy mm-hmm. that um, hunts kind of in Canada they're not a buddy but a acquaintance person I know and they would send like pictures of the bucks they got and he would like preface that they're not even the biggest deer that they've seen and these deer are like Saskatchewan that part of Canada and they're massive yeah like he would say they're like 300 pounds, like 250, 300 pounds plus. And I was just like, "Why? Why are these things so freaking big?" Yeah, it's and big. I finally looked it up, and it's because I, apparently there's 38 different species of whitetail um, in North America, and specifically, the Dakota white tail. Is what it's called, and these are Up in some of the. Yep, and like they range down from Canada, kind of like splits Wisconsin in half and Minnesota, and all the way down. Yep, like can Kansas, Idaho, um, and these things are huge. Like they're found in northern Canada, um, the Dakotas. Probably why they're called the Dakota Whitetail. Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Western Minnesota. And it's they everywhere. just get massive. Yeah. Like 300 pounds. That is pretty wild. Like Michigan deer That's get pretty big. big. Ass, you can get a 200 deer. 200 plus deer in Michigan, but 300 pounds. It makes you think too. Is it because it's a harsher, colder climate. Because then there's, so deer just, in Flor- there's deer in Florida that are tiny.
0: Well, you got to you got to think about it. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's because of the colder climate. Because they probably have extra, especially in Canada, they probably have extra layers of fat just stored on them for heat and energy. Yep. Like, they probably they, literally have to have that.
1: They have to I be, be wrong, to survive. I could be wrong,
0: but that's going to be my guess. Yeah. Like, Let for me, me find... if, I was a, if I was a buck up in Canada, I'd be perfectly fine. Because I have extra layers of fat on me.
1: Yeah, dude. Because, like, if I'd you're in Florida, right in. <laughs> they wouldn't even see me. You'd be here to go to buck, boy. And the, yeah, the ones yeah, in the but... Everglades Everglades in southern Georgia They're smaller And just like They're just smaller Smaller deer And it's hotter down there So they don't have They don't have to worry about Staying warm So maybe right. they're just Like oh I'm small now But I thought that was pretty sick Um, And 38 species is yeah, that's, a lot that's pretty cool there might not be a lot of differences, but yeah. the little ones, it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I'd say so. Um, For my next one, recently, this is not random. Uh, I mean, this is interesting, I think, but it's not like a random fact. It's something that happened. There was a new record pike caught in Idaho. His name was Thomas Francis, who caught the pike. Um, it didn't give how long it was, which I think is bullshit. Um, but maybe if I looked on somewhere else, it probably said how long it was. But apparently, it was a five minute fight. And the guy that hooked into the bass was fishing with his buddy. And his buddy was pissing off the boat while he hooked into his bass. So he had to. You know, finish his old stream, pinch it off, or I guess push it out. <laughs> you know what One I'm saying? Of two. And then, <laughs> and then help his buddy to get this fish in the boat. It was 40.76 pounds. It's a big fish. It's a fat pike.
1: 446.
0: I didn't look at
1: uh, 40.76. Holy shit! So yeah. That thing had to be fat. as bringing that as boy in. Hell.
0: <clears throat> oh, it was.
1: Holy shit. It smokes. Was.
0: Yep. Damn. Um I also found something else out. <clears throat> this is this is kind of informational facts now. It's not so much random. Um <clears throat> There's a Fish poisoning um, kind of out in the Pacific Bahamas um, called Sigatara, Sigatara, fish poisoning. And it's caused by f- um, bigger fish eating smaller fish that um, the smaller fish have ate like toxin- toxins produced by a marine microalgae. So it's just getting transferred from one fish to the next fish. Um, so the small fish, I heard from what I understand and from what I've heard, um, these fish will eat off of the coral and just eat like these microalgae plants, I guess. And they, the fish don't get sick themselves. I don't think they actually are affected by it. Um, But, you know, how the ecosystem works, smaller fish gets eaten by bigger fish, bigger fish now has a disease, bigger fish tends to normally get um, caught by humans, and then humans will eat them. And what happens when us humans eat them, it can cause nausea, vomiting, and neurologic symptoms such as tingling fingers or toes. And I, from what I heard, so... Everything that you touch, I mean, it's very situational. Everyone's different. So you could be running your hands under cold water, and it feels like you're going to get frostbite. Or it could be the other way around. If you could, your hands could feel really freaking hot. And the same goes with, like, your feet, too. So I was just like, this seems kind of a really sketchy, Sketchy fish poisoning, and I did find out it is not up in Alaska because it is a cold climate, there's no coral. Um, so the fish up in Alaska are not affected by it, but I guess, um, like the apparently barracuda is heavily fished down in the Bahamas, and they're actually starting to slow that down because of this um fish poisoning, cigatera, um, and they. They will only keep fish that are within a certain size limit because normally the bigger fish are the ones that are likely to have this disease, this poisoning.
1: Holy
0: shit. So watch what you're eating. Be safe out there. Only you can prevent ciguatera.
1: Yep. Watch out for mercury poisoning and ciguatera. Ciguatera. Watch how much ah. sushi you've been eating. I don't eat too much of that.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much, like, America and our food markets will actually be directly affected by it. But I just know out in those warmer climates, like the Pacific Ocean, those areas, um, coral is very prevalent. Um, Yeah, it's dangerous. So, and I guess people that get cigatera are, like, scared to eat fish afterwards because of the fact they just do not want to experience that again because they're just sick for they're only sick for a couple of days but they they just get they just don't want it again
1: i wonder if it's linked so with some of the reefs like bleaching like when the ble- i don't the, know when it get the water gets too hot or something and the coral just all dies and it gets like bleached by the sun
0: it's possible i mean uh, corals are living organisms organism, organism. It's right. i'm not a
1: scientist i'm making yeah. cigarettears yeah.
0: <throat> this this next one i have is very random and weird actually the next so, two are the hell is it Wait on us come on all right did you know that the cincinnati zoo in Ohio. Cincinnati. Ohio. Holds the largest polar bear poop bank in the world.
1: A fucking poop bank? Poop bank, bank for poop? There's banking. They there's have banking deposits lots of polar bear poop. the shit. Apparently. You know why? Yeah.
0: I don't have anything else after that, but I found that weird and interesting. I don't really need to know that information and neither do the listeners but dude they have it now
1: so dude do you want to rob a bank in Ohio with me no no I don't probably be pretty easy to track for this... a little smelly
0: yeah you'd probably smell it <laughs> you probably would um and this last one um, if you are 18 or younger, close your ears. Actually, it's not even a big deal because it's about a buck. It's about a buck's reproductive organ.
1: This podcast is rated. So if they're are T for teen T
0: rated <laughs> e for everyone, T for teen. <laughs> this is like GTA, but a podcast. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, a Buck's reproductive organ is four to nine inches long. I don't have any more details on it. If you're going to ask me if it's, um, erect, I don't know. So don't ask me. is
1: Is it hard? Is it hard or soft? What, what are we? What are we talking <laughs> not
0: No, dude, that's all I. And it's it's such a big variation between four <laughs> to nine inches. So I don't. So four to nine. I I don't. I don't know. So, dude,
1: do you think? Do you think deer that's have, all I
0: got? You take it.
1: What? Do you think deer have micro penises? Like some of them? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: But I just found that uh, I'm sure everyone's asked this question in their head, you know, like
1: I, I wonder. You're, sit, you're sitting in the tree stand, you see I mean, a few bucks, and you're like, "I wonder how big that deer's cock is."
0: I wonder how I wonder how big this dude's slong is. <laughs> We're talking about deer, by the way. Right? We're talking yeah. about deer bucks. Deer, deer.
1: male deer. Yep,
0: but yeah, I found oh. that uh, interesting. Pretty uh, big, I mean, four to nine inches, there's a lot in the middle there, so there's a, there's a big difference between four and nine.
1: Yep, indeed.
0: Uh, Yeah, for everyone listening, just kind of, you know, take what you will on that, you know? Yep. I ain't got nothing else for uh, reproductive organs on bucks, but dude. So yeah, that's uh, that's all the uh, factual information I have for everyone. Yep. Um, I, I ain't, dude, I ain't I've, got been, uh, lately, lately I, I've been lately. Lately, I've been dude. Yesterday, I ran. I ran three miles yesterday, trying to three? lose, shed some lbs, shed some pounds. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that, I got even done. Even that and, runners dude, high. Well, I got done, and it felt my feet were hurting so bad. I've never ran that far in my life, not even close. I've yeah. lost 13 pounds, but like, it's just like shit. I've never ran that Hell far yeah, ever, and it hurt. It hurt. Damn. I'm like a um, fat forest gump. I just keep running.
1: Run, forest, um, run. Running after Jenna Jenni Jenni. Where are you going, Jenni?
0: Yeah. But um that pretty much covers this episode of our uh informational random facts podcast.
1: It was episode. very random. Covered a lot of
0: very lot random
1: of interesting topics today.
0: We sure did. And, um, I might throw up a question for you, Spotify listeners. You might be able to scroll down, you know, answer multiple choice question at the bottom after listening a to test. our podcast. Nope, not a test. Um, I might actually have two, if it will let me post to, I'm going to put, would you, what trophy mount you would rather have if you're listening earlier and then for another one, Would you guys like to hear and see more of this content, this random factual information that is probably not useful to you in any way. Mm -hmm. Would you like to see more of that on our episodes every month? Um, Let us know because we want Mm -hmm. to know. We want your guys' feedback. So, all right. At this time, we will be signing off. So thank you for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, be sure to reach out to us at the live at gmail.com. Make sure you check out our Instagram page at the amateur outdoors, and we will catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening.
1: Stay amateur. See ya. Yeah.